changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your Chicken Soup for the Soul. And today I'm sharing stories that we included in our new book for preteens. But these stories are really life lessons that we need to be reminded of because these are the truths of our lives at any age. One story is about bullying and the other is about how those popular kids might not be any different from the rest of us. Overall, the lesson is that you never really know what's going on in someone's life, much as you think you do based on outward appearances. In our first story, Courtney Conover tells us her mother taught her an important lesson about human nature when she told her how to handle a bully in school. Courtney was in fifth grade, and a new scary kid, much taller than the other kids, transferred in. This girl, May, towered over the other fifth graders, and she was always threatening to beat someone up, even the boys. Courtney had loved school, but now it was an uncomfortable place. She managed to avoid May's attention so she wouldn't be bullied, but that changed one morning when Courtney showed up at school with a new hairstyle, a French braid. May started threatening to cut it off, even moving her fingers like scissors. All that Courtney could come up with for a plan was to hide in the bathroom at the end of the school day so that May couldn't attack her outside the school. When Courtney told her mom the next morning, her mom said, She's a bully. She thrives on making others scared. That's all. Don't be afraid of her, Courtney. If she can see that you're not afraid, she will stop. I'll bet she's like everybody else. She just wants to fit in and make friends. Perhaps she just doesn't know how. Courtney thought about her wise mother's words about what was probably motivating May, and then she made a very brave decision for a fifth grader. She decided that May needed a friend, and she decided to be that friend. That afternoon, Courtney invited May over to her house after school, and May smiled and said yes. May never bullied Courtney, and in fact, they became pretty good friends. Underneath that tall girl's armor was an insecure fifth grader who wanted nothing more than to be accepted. I don't think I understood this aspect of bullies until I started reading all these Chicken Soup for the Soul stories 12 years ago when I became the publisher of the series. We receive countless stories that make it clear that bullies are bullies because they are so unhappy themselves. And we receive countless stories about people who turned bullies into friends by smiling at them and treating them with kindness instead of fear. That's why Courtney's story is titled, How to Do a 180 on a Bully. We included Courtney's story about turning around that bully in our new book, Think Positive for Preteens. Now, sometimes the misunderstood kid is really nice and really popular and seems to have everything going for her, but that's only what you see on the surface. So another story we included in our new preteens book is actually by me, and it's called The Nice Popular Girl. And it's about my closest friend when I was little. Her name was Priscilla. She and I were friends through all of elementary school. Priscilla was always the most popular girl in our grade, not just our class, but in our whole grade. 
I remember one time when I bought a new pair of shoes, which she liked, and she went out and bought the same ones. Mine were black, but she said they were out of black in her size, so she bought them a navy blue. And then all the other girls in our class saw Priscilla's shoes and copied them. And within the next couple of weeks, most of the girls in our sixth grade class were wearing those shoes in navy blue. I was the only one with those shoes in black. I remember thinking how bizarre it was that everyone copied her shoes right down to the color. And I remember watching Priscilla in the lunch line too. We had a lot of choices in the cafeteria and no one knew what was cool. Were we too cool to drink milk? Which were the right foods to choose? We were all so insecure. But Priscilla just did what she wanted to do. One day I was in the line behind her and another girl who was trying to become Priscilla's best friend to replace me, or at least I thought that, well, that girl didn't have milk on her tray. But then she saw Priscilla take milk, so she put her juice back and took milk instead. Then Priscilla changed her mind to put the milk back, so the other girl put her milk back too. I was disgusted by this and thought it was ridiculous to copy someone to that extent. Priscilla was popular with the boys too. We all had crushes on the same boys, but they always ended up with Priscilla. Since we were young, that just meant that they officially liked her and talked to her at school. This was before texting and boys didn't call girls on the phone at that age as that would have been terrifying. But in school, these boys were officially with Priscilla and she seemed completely comfortable talking to them, not nervous at all. I know that when I went steady with a boy in seventh grade, I was so embarrassed I could barely speak to him. Now, I know that the popular girls are often the mean ones too, but this was not the case with Priscilla. She was nice to everyone. There was a small group of semi-popular and very mean girls, but they were separate from Priscilla and me and our closest friends. It was only decades later when I found Priscilla 2,000 miles away by searching for her on the internet that I learned something shocking to me. She had no idea she was popular. She didn't know that the other girls copied her. She didn't know that her boyfriends were the boys that all the girls were crushing on. She was clueless. And it turns out that she had been very insecure during those years too, just like the rest of us. She was afraid to talk to the boys. It was a real eye-opener for me. The most popular girl in the grade was insecure, completely unaware of her influence and status among us. It just goes to show you never know what's going on inside someone else's head, even if it seems obvious. I'm Amy Newmark. Thank you for listening to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast. If you'd like to learn more about this exciting new book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Think Positive for Preteens, visit our website, chickensoup.com, and click on the podcast button. You'll find the book there. You'll also find links that will allow you to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Google Play or wherever you like to get your podcasts. And that way, each new episode will be automatically downloaded into your phone. Come back for our next episode to talk about the other end of the spectrum. Not life in fifth grade, but life after age 60 with a couple of stories that prove that older really is wiser. Ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. 
depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.